Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Joe McCall here. I'm with my good friend Gavin Timms. And how you doing, Gavin? I'm good, Joe. How you doing? Excellent. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. And on this video slash podcast, Gavin and I decided, you know what, let's go deep and let's give some real practical stuff of what you can do right now to start making some money in this market. Okay. People are freaking out. Things are going crazy. We could pontificate all day long about what we think is going to happen and, you know, give theory and stuff. But Gavin and I were just thinking, let's get real practical. Let's get down and dirty, as it were. And let's talk about things you can start doing right now to make money. All right. And make money. And this stuff works that we're telling you it works in any market. But I think it's going to be especially important right now for you to start thinking about this. And I first want to give you, I want to invite you to watch a webinar that I have that teaches you how to do lease options from beginning to end. It's called Simple Lease Options. And you can go watch the webinar right now at sloclass.com, sloclass.com. Uh, I think this is the best time right now to start thinking about lease options because these are the easiest deals to do when the market starts changing directions like we're facing now. And so I want to encourage you to go check out the webinar, sloclass.com, all right? SLO stands for Simple Lease Options. Gavin, so you're in Savannah, Georgia right now. Yes, we are, those of you that don't know Gavin yet, and I'm, you probably all do, we've been working together for about four or five years now. Yes. And Gavin's got an amazing story of how he got, he got started in the business. And Gavin, why don't you give people a quick introduction of you and, and who you are? Yeah, absolutely. So guys, my name is uh, Gavin Timms. I live in Savannah, Georgia, as you can probably tell, not born in Savannah, <laughs> from England originally, been in the country probably eight, nine years now. My wife now, she's American Crystal. We met in Savannah nine years ago kind of came over i used to be a golf professional and got into the real estate business like 2013 at the back end start came across real estate from looking for a business that i could work from a phone or laptop and real estate just happened to be the thing at the time the opportunity that was presented just from being on vacation in england believe it or not going to a coffee shop right? Having a conversation with someone from Ireland uh, that, that led into me looking at real estate of wholesaling, whatever this is, and uh, kind of led me uh, led me to, to this. And still to this day, you know, working from a phone or laptop, I think it's very important, especially in the times and the crisis that we're in, to have the ability to be able to work from home and work from anywhere and still get things done. So obviously, I didn't set it up for a crisis. I set it up from a to be able to travel and work from anywhere and not be tied down. And thankfully, that by doing that, through this crisis has allowed me to, to still do business and operate. And hopefully, you know, touch wood could be one of the biggest months. Now, it is a projection, okay, but could be the big, one of the biggest months we've had in real estate that we're facing through, unfortunately, you know, a crisis. But sometimes you have to, you know, jump on this because, remember, we're still helping people. People have double payments. Uh, you can step in and help out. You shouldn't feel guilty for that, right? You are going to get the people that say you are, you know, why are you calling me when this is going on? Well, they're just not motivated. They don't need you. And don't be scared to tell them that. That's what we do. Say, hey, you know, I understand this. So that's, that's, this isn't going to work for you. But guess what? 
there's other people that have double payments where we need to buy their property or lease their property from them. And maybe that's not just you. And what that does, Joe, is actually just calms the seller down. So now you can actually have an educated conversation with them and maybe even get theirs as well. So that's kind of what, what we're um, you know, looking at. But that's kind of real quick on me. You know, we do virtually. Well, you tell real quick, you had zero money and you didn't even, you burnt the ships, you quit the job. Yeah. And you went headfirst into real estate and you didn't have any money. Or maybe you did some direct mail and it didn't work or something, right? Mm-hmm. What did you actually start doing to make money? This is important, what we're going to be talking about on this. Yeah. Like I said, coming from England as a golf professional, right? In the United States, going into real estate, absolutely know nothing. I've no idea what I'm doing, right? And I go and buy a course, coaching. I mean, it wasn't a course, but straight into coaching. I actually had your material and I had a coach in England. And uh, we sent out direct mail, $750 worth of direct mail to Jacksonville, Florida, when I was on the West Coast, worked out that when I finished work at nine o'clock, uh, at six o'clock, it was nine o'clock at night. It was just all wrong, disaster, but <laughs> you just take action, right? So I was like, okay, well, that that's not going to work. So we ended up moving to Phoenix uh, pretty shortly after I got into the training. And uh, you have to get creative, right? You can sit there and cry about it, right, and whine and whinge. I know that sounds super harsh, but sometimes reality has to kick in. So what I decided to do was coach said, let's go to a meetup, start networking. So, all right, well, let's, let's do that. So I obviously get slacks, we call them trousers, but put slacks on the shirt. I've no idea what I'm doing. It's summer beating like 120 degrees. So I roll up, obviously from England already stand out like obviously from the accent massively plus i'm like dressed up and everyone's in shorts t-shirts and flip-flops and i'm like oh here we go so kind of sat down and it was probably one of the still one of the best meetups i've ever been there's 40 people in the room and he actually made people one by one stand up genius really and say what what they did were they a wholesaler a rehabber a cash buyer uh give their phone number out and kind of just a 30 second pitch on yourself right? And that's kind of what I did. So I stood up, my moment came and I just said, I'm from England. I'm new to the business. I feel I can close deals. I don't have the money for marketing, but I have time. If anyone's got any old leads, dead leads, whatever, then let's connect. And uh, sat back down and then kind of started working with three people. First lady we met the next morning and she gave me 60 dead leads. She gave me a Google spreadsheet that had 60 leads that were dead from a three months, three months ago, a direct mail campaign hit. And they were like, look, these are all dead. But if you want to call them, you know, you never know. There might be something there. So it's like, all right. So I sat there one by one calling them. Uh, I got a hold of about 40 people over a few days of keeping trying. We managed to lock the first two deals up. They were my first ever two deals from dead leads. And then started to create opportunity from there because obviously got myself in the position, taught myself into it. Now my time was to deliver. I delivered on that. Now the power is with me to say, okay, now what are we going to do? So I went back and said, well, why don't you start marketing? Okay. And we'll split 50, 50. I'll do all the phone work. I'm not going to the house. I'll lock deals up or you can go to the house and move the deal. And she said, okay, how much do you want? I panicked and said $2,000. She said, okay. And then we started doing deals. And sometimes you have to get creative, right? There's, I know there's one thing to be said when we buy a course and we're in a coaching program is to stay structured, right? But then there's also opportunities that come up and you need to grab them with both hands. We just had a conversation, Joe, and hopefully I'm not getting ahead here. You just asked me a question and said, what would you do 
if you needed a thousand dollars tomorrow to feed your family, right? Obviously, closing a deal is not an op, right? Obviously, to close. So you said, no, no, not closing deals. What would you do? And my response was, I would do two things. I would call wholesalers, okay? And I would call cash buyers actively in this market right now buying. And I would say to them that I will personally deliver properties for them, okay? And work for them. They will have, I will bring everything to them. They can handpick and then we will wholesale together the rest. And but for me to do that, I need $2,000 up front for us to start. And if, and you said, well, what if they said no? My reaction was I would call the next one. <laughs> and I'm pretty confident. I wish it'd be harsh, but I wish that would be a challenge. I this, this, calling people. this is so good. You're getting a little bit ahead of me because this is good. I, I know I did. Me. Sorry. That's all right. I wanted to talk about this because some of you guys are like, man, Joe, you know, I might lose my job. I already did. I just need to make a couple thousand bucks to like put some food on the table and pay the rent, pay the mortgage or pay my car loan or, you know, like I get it. And so it's, it's, it's one thing to talk about how to close deals and do deals and do lease options, but you may not get paid for two or three months. What are some things that you could do today right now to make 500, a thousand, two thousand dollars Yeah. And I, I was not expecting Gavin's answer, but I loved it. I thought it was so good. And I'm just going to repeat what he said. So you guys catch this, pay attention. First of all, let me rewind a little bit. Money is made on the phone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sales is the million dollar skill. Now is the time to start educating on yourself on sales. You need to know how to talk to people and how to sell things. Because if you know how to sell things, man, you can make money in any market. And uh, yeah, it's easier when the market's going up, but you can make money in any market. So Gavin's really good on the phone. And you know he knew, he didn't know how to do a deal. He didn't know how to close them. He'd never done a deal before, but he knew that he could get on the phone and talk to people. Yeah. And so you need to be thinking about that. And so I loved it. He said, I would call every wholesaler I know. And I would say, listen, I will call, I'll do whatever, I'll be your guy, right? I will yep. call sellers. I'll call your old leads. First of all, that's what I'd recommend. If you talk to any seller, any wholesaler, they have old leads. I'll follow up with all your whole old leads, but you need to pay me a couple thousand dollars up front, but I will make sure you get the exclusive rights to all of these old leads and we'll wholesale them together. Yep. I love that. So we're going to be talking about some other things too and other ideas because you may not be that sales guy. They may not be good on the phone, but I, I, th I want to encourage you and challenge you to, to, you need to figure that out. Yeah. Um, I think as well, though, people do business with who they like. OK. And I don't you know, people that go, well, I can't sell. Well, just be likable. Yeah. OK. You get opportunities if people like you. I My first closing ever came the moment that I actually stood up in front of that room and did my little pitch and closed three people that bought me leads. That was when I actually closed. Right. And I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And I never lied. I said I'm new. But I can close. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I need leads. I can. I, I think I can close. I'm new, but I can close. So if anything, I'm telling them the truth. I'm enthusiastic, right? Which is what I look for in any partnership right now. It doesn't matter if they've done a deal or not. And that's when I truly actually close for the first time. And people will do business with who they like. It's just like right now. I'm just going to throw one more thing out that's really important. When you're talking to these sellers right now, you have to build great rapport. You cannot, with what's going on in the world that's in on every news station, on Facebook, social media, you can't get away from this stuff, right? So talk about it. Open up with it. Don't say about, oh, my VA is pre-screened and let's talk about this property and what's going on. Talk about, hey, how are you doing in this crisis? Are you okay? Can you survive 
Are you working from? Are they allowing you to work from home? Oh yeah, we're good. We work you have from enough home. toilet paper. Exactly. Maybe right. Not. Have have this conversation, but maybe that that's a little icebreaker, right? We'll yeah, get yeah. a laugh. If you can get a laugh out the cellar, you're halfway there. And we haven't even talked about square footage, condition, nothing. All they've done is this guy's cool. I actually want to have a conversation with him. Now we can lead in at that point into it. And you're going to see a massive difference when you take this approach. Yeah. And we're not talking about being like an, an advanced ninja salesman guy, right? We're just talking about being yourself. We're talking about being yep. nice, friendly. Yep. And we have scripts that we can give you or touch, you know, like there, you can find them on YouTube and, and simple scripts ask them about the house. We're starting to see, this is one thing that's encouraging that I would tell you all, is we're starting to see a huge increase in leads, motivated seller leads coming in, right? Gavin, kind of by accident, sent some direct mail. How many postcards? 750? No, it's just over 600. Like 600 postcards or letters? Mm-hmm. Postcards. To a very competitive market. Yeah. Postcards, all right? Yes. A couple of weeks ago, they just started hitting a few days ago, a week ago. Yes, this two. This is the second drop going out. So yeah, over two week period, and our response rate. And I'm not a big direct mail guy, so I'm not sitting here saying that I might pound in direct mail. I don't. This was one zip code, small list, and we're like, hey, let's try it. It was this certain thing that we sent out, and we got four percent, four percent response rate in a competitive yeah. market where there's a lot of activity. Was mm-hmm. a lot of activity. From other yeah. wholesalers, right? We're also getting leads in from old mail that we sent a year ago. Let me be clear too. I mean, over the last couple of three years, Gavin and Melissa and our team down there have been doing mostly cold calling, mm-hmm. getting all of these deals from cold calling. Just mm-hmm. kind of do direct mail once in a while. Yeah. And a 4% response rate on our recent postcards, which is yeah. crazy insane right now. And we're starting to see leads from postcards and letters that received, you know, six, eight, 10 months ago, starting to call us now. Yep. And our old leads follow-up have been really increasing. So that, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, in thinking about it, this was the uh, the open letter that we did. Again, <laughs> sometimes when you're not involved and things happen, um, but it's the, it's the one that looks like an invitation. So it's very colorful. There's multiple colors. It has a board around it. So it looks like an invitation. So they are going to get opened. Uh, we took the approach in there that it was a husband and wife. If you're doing it, you need to get the personal feel. Again, definitely when America and the world are coming together right now, you know, all these little things that, that, that are going to help. But as these things hit, I mean, it, it was just perfect timing, obviously, right? I'm not saying that we're geniuses here. We, we kind of said, hey, let's see, let's throw some direct mail. It's a small, small niche list in a, a nice, nice neighborhood where less people, less competition. And uh, we got a great response rate. And that's kind of the direct mail that we do anyway, is only niche lists. Or if we can't get data back, then we will mail them. But we only do a few thousand a year. It's nothing, nothing crazy. But it's encouraging to see the response rates. are. Oh, absolutely. And now, I mean, what was our conversation this morning? It was, uh, I think we need to blast direct mail everywhere. Like I'm even thinking this, right? The guy that's like, I'm not against it. I just look at the cost per lead and just say, is it worth it? And if we're getting that response rate, you know, three, four times more than normal, or it has been, I mean, we couldn't even get that when I started, you know, anyway. All right. So what we wanted to talk about here was like, what are some things that you could do to start making some quick cash, right? Maybe it's just, I need to make some quick cash to set it aside for savings if something happens. If something's coming along, right? By the way, it's funny. I'm getting a bunch of comments like, Joe, which camera are you using? It looks great. You look so crystal clear. 
It's my new camera. It's a Sony A6400, and it makes it cool because the background is blurry. Um, but it's a Canon A6400. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Here's some things you could think about. I love Gavin's idea. And again, the money is made on the phone. I would call, I want to reiterate this and repeat it again because this is going to be really important for a lot of you guys. Get on the phone. Call everybody you know in the business, all right? So there's two approaches. You could take the approach like Gavin said, hey, listen, I'll call all your old leads, but I need some money. You know, can you pay me a couple thousand dollars up front? Make it a draw even out of profits in the future deals, okay? But try to get them to pay you up front. If you've never done a deal before, have never called a seller before, that may be a little more difficult, but get on the phone and start calling and networking with other wholesalers. The other thing I would encourage you to do, um, if it was me, I, I'd just tell you what I would do. I would get on the phone and I'd be calling 50 to 100 people every day. I tell people, you know, you should talk to at least five sellers a day, but if I needed some money to put some food on the table, I needed money to, to buy Joe's course on lease options because I need to learn how to le learn do lease options, uh -huh. I would start calling 50 people a day. And keep in mind, I mean, these are not five, I mean, uh, 20, 30 minute long conversations. These are just one or two minutes, sometimes three or five max. Okay. These are short conversations, but I would call everybody I know in the business, in my market. I would call all the realtors, the wholesalers, the property managers, the landlords. I would call other wholesalers, like everybody that's doing deals. And I would ask them two questions, write these two questions down. Do you have a deal? I'm looking for a property. Do you have anything you're looking to sell right now? Or number two, are you looking to sell anything right now? Did I say that right? No, are you looking to buy anything? Yeah. Do you have any deal you're trying to sell or are you looking to buy, buy. anything right now? What are you yep. looking to buy right now? You ask 50 people a day, those two questions. And I'll show you in a minute how to get those numbers too, if you're looking for people to call and then call them every week, right? You should be building your Rolodex anyway, but like you will find eventually somebody that has a house they're trying to sell and somebody has a house they're trying to buy. And, and don't, it's not all doom and gloom. Be, be careful with fear. Don't let fear control you. Fear is your enemy right now. It's time to be aggressive and get on the phone and start calling and talking to people. Okay. I love that. Do you have a deal to sell? Or are you looking to buy? a deal and you'll find two people you can put together and wholesale the deal. You might yep. even find a buyer who tells you, yeah, I'm looking for deals. I got money burning a hole in my pocket. You know, Z buyer, I buy, I buy the, all the I buyers. Uh -huh. they, they're gone now. They're adios. They are not buying anything. So there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of cash buyers that are coming back and saying, holy smokes, I'm seeing some opportunity here. Prices are starting to come down. You may need to be more aggressive with your offer price, right? But you know, Gavin, you were telling me the other day, you put a property out on the street and you had four buyers. This was yeah, this was a client, Ryan. Um, he had a buyer back out last minute and we're going to do a case study on this when it's in closing right now. But he had the contract for 36500 and this rented for nine hundred, sorry, 895 a month. Uh, and he had a buyer in for forty four or 47000 and they pulled out and it was coming up to the close date. And I was like, look, this is a, a, an absolute deal. I'd analyzed it. And I have never done this. And I said to him, if you can get half the money, I will bring half the money in. We'll close on it. We'll list it. And But I said, if you can, uh, you can get it all, take it down. And I am so confident you're making money. So he closed on it. He closed on the Tuesday. The realtor went in, took pictures on the Wednesday. The Thursday it got listed and they had five people interested. By Friday, he took an offer for 55000 and they're in closing. I think it should close March 28th as long as everyone stays open for it to do it. That was today's Tuesday. That was four days ago. Yes. And they close in four days from now. 28th or 9th, he said, yeah. 
So, so yeah, hopefully it goes through. There's things might get delayed because the title companies are not working in their office right now or the, yeah. the, the recorder, the county offices are closed and stuff like that. But just what I'm excited about is these buyers, that's still a smoking hot deal. You've got a buyer with money, right? Yep. And you're, you can give them a deal for 50 grand that sells for, uh, that rents for 900 bucks. I think that's what yep. the numbers were or something. That's a pretty good hot deal right there. And there's still people looking for deals. It, you know, in a good neighborhood with, I mean, the two next door sold last year, they are a little bigger, sold for 125,000 each. So everything, this was the smallest house in the neighborhood. Everything was pretty much over 100,000. So I was like, you can't lose on this thing. Like even the land at this point. There, there are, you know, the buyers are getting a little skittish. The private investors, hard money lenders, they're getting a little skittish. They're pulling their money aside. But guys, I'm telling you, there are investors, the serious investors out there are still looking for deals, which yeah. leads me to the next thing that I'm going to encourage you all to do right now. You got to fire up your buyer marketing. You need to fire up your buyer marketing and start calling marketing to every buyer out there. A lot of you have buyers right now already. You need to call them up and talk to them. Hey, how's it going? Again, just be nice. Be a friend. Ask them, you know, are you still in the market? Are you still looking for deals? What are you looking for? What would be a good deal? What would be a deal that will make you drop everything right now and come by? Find out what they're looking for and then go find it for them, right? Yep. That's part of your discussions as you're having, as you're calling everybody, right? Find out who's in the market to buy, who's in the market to sell, and you will find some people to put together. It's so much about as well the situation, right, of your buyers and their opinion of what's going on. How many people right now are we're supposed to be all isolating, right? You have the people that are like, haven't left for, for two weeks. There's other people that are like, oh, now it's getting serious. I need to stay in. There's other people that are like, I'm just going on about my day-to-day -day business. comes down to opinions. It's the same as what's going on in real estate and their situation. If the buyer has not got 20 flips right now and he's comfortable, he's like, we, we've got it in, in our markets, double in all. I have my Maui buyer ready to go, wants to buy today, yesterday, right? We have people in the Birmingham, Alabama market, people in the Florida market that all want to buy but then don't get me wrong there's a lot of people that are like absolutely not i'm pulling out i need to hold i need to i'm in a mess i've got too much going on so it's all about the situation you need to search through the buyers and find out them things like what's going on how are you doing are you looking at buying what do you think about this market and and they're the ones that you need to then provide for to say yeah i'll buy anywhere as long as it's not in these zip codes, I'll take it. Get me in. Will you please get me the first one to be in there? This is so important because we're coming out of a seller's market into a buyer's market, okay? And then you need to know who the buyers are. It's going to become easier and easier to find seller leads, which is awesome. But it's going to be becoming harder and harder to find buyers. So you need to build the relationships with your buyers. You need to be calling them and continually market. And I'll talk about here five or six things I listed down for how to find some buyers and how to market to them, how to talk to them. And you just got to hammer the phones, right? I would be talking to 50 people a day. Um, and I'll tell you who I would call here in a minute as well. But you just got to hustle. Um, let me just say one other thing here to pivot a little bit. Um, some of you are licensed agents right now and you have your real estate license. I would encourage you to start thinking about finding tenants, okay? There, that, that's one of the, if you're a licensed realtor, that is one of the fastest and easiest ways to get paid money. 500, 1,000 bucks, maybe 1,500 bucks. Uh, depending on the rent, just one full month's rent, but you can make really good money finding tenants. And there's a lot of landlords right now that are looking for tenants. There's, you know, go to Zillow, 
all you're hearing about is these these issues where tenants are not going to pay their rent or can't pay their rent. But there are still a lot of vacancies right now. And there's still a lot of people looking for houses. People are looking for, they're always going to need a roof over their heads, no matter what can market the, the direction it's going. Maybe slow a little bit right now for a few weeks. But I'm telling you, there is opportunity out there. And there are tenants looking for houses. All right. So it's not big, sexy deals. Um, you're not going to be making big chunks of cash. But I'm telling you, if you can learn, be a leasing agent, be somebody that can go out and find tenants for landlords, and you can make a quick a thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks, seven hundred and fifty bucks just by bringing tenants and doing the work of being a leasing agent. Here's the cool thing about that: once you learn how to do it and you get some systems in place, what can stop you from doing five or ten of those a month? Five yeah. in a month. Uh, one of my favorite stories is a guy named. Um, Will, Will Velasquez. And I just came out with my course in 2010, I think. And he was one of my first students. And he came out of the crash. He was hemorrhaging money. You've heard me talk about this in some of my webinars. He didn't have two pennies to rub together. He just did his last garage sale. He had no money. And his kids were at school and they had, he had no food in the fridge. He had nothing to give them for dinner when they got home. And he's thinking soup, pantry, kitchen, you know, like homeless shelter. Like, what am I going to do? He's sitting on his couch. He looks at his couch and he sells it. He has an idea. I'm going to sell my couch on Craigslist. Somebody comes by a couple hours later, gives him 80 bucks. He goes, got enough money to go get gas, get some food. I mean, this is a situation he was in. Can you imagine the stress of not knowing how to, you're going to feed your kids? He found my course on lease options. He couldn't even afford it. But just from the podcast and watching my webinar and stuff like that, he figured out, okay, well, I can do this as a real, right? So what he started doing was he would go find tenant buyers first. He would go find tenants that had money to put down, that needed just six months, 12 months to fix their credit, but had money to put down. He would find the tenants buyers first and then go find a home. And he started crushing it within a couple months. He's making 10 to $20,000 after a six months or so he's doing 30, $40,000 a month. All he was doing was finding the tenant buyers first and then finding a home for them. So this is going to be a huge opportunity, especially in lease options, finding the tenant buyers first, then finding a home for them. Now you have to have a license to do that. That's brokering. Not a big deal. You're sitting at home right now. There's some online resources. You could go get your license right now. Think about getting your realtor's license right now. And then uh, like in St. Louis, Missouri right now, I could take, I could sign up for a class online, take my test in a week, get my license in one or two weeks. I could get my real estate license right, and then become a tenant placing service. And you can make a quick thousand bucks and you could do that three, four or five times a month pretty easily. That's a great way to make quick cash. A friend of mine, Todd Toback, and I about 10 years ago came out with a course called Quick Turn Leasing, maybe eight years ago. And we're going to probably re-release that. And as an investor, you could do that with an option to lease. If you don't want to get your realtor's license, you can find a landlord who's got a property looking for a tenant, give them an option to lease their property, find a tenant and assign or sell your option to that tenant and then be out of the deal. And you can do that with an option to lease. So just get creative, right? I, I want to encourage you to start getting on the phone and calling people. Do you need a buyer? Do you have a house that you're looking to sell? Do you have a house you're looking to buy? Um, are you looking for tenants? Um, and, yeah. and offer your services. And, and this is huge. Again, find a wholesaler that's got a bunch of old leads. And just follow up with their old leads and start calling them 50 a day. Make 20 offers a day. I'm going to show you some other things that I would do here in a minute. But Gavin, do you want to add something? Yeah, I, I, you just got to like now is the time. We, you can say grinding or call it whatever you want. Now is the time to hit it harder than you've ever hit it. I am expecting, right, with the mindset of we're going to have the biggest month we've ever had. That's what we're going for. 
right? Because we are doubling down and not just not just in marketing, but just in follow-up and everything uh, to get as many deals stacked as possible. Let's get them in closing because if we do have a shutdown, at least they're in closing, right? The buyers are ready. The sellers are ready. We're just waiting for production to open back up to close them out, right? And I think that's what everyone needs to do. And start thinking, if there's one thing that you can take from this, guys, is you have to start thinking outside the box and and start creating opportunity. Stop saying, oh, I don't have the money. Go and find the money, right? Let's say, uh, for instance, and I'm just making this up, Lease options, Everyone, there's more people doing wholesaling right now, spending tons of money on marketing, okay, making cash offers. What are they doing, okay, with the leads that don't have any equity? They're doing nothing. What if you approached one of these people and said, what are you doing? Hey, hey, Joe, what are you doing with the, uh, with the leads? Uh, are you just wholesaling? Yeah, we make cash offers. What if there's no equity? What are you going to do? Well, uh, we don't know anything with them. Well, look, I'm new to this business. Uh, There's a guy called Joe McCall, and I want to get his course. It's a small investment of X amount of money. If you invest in this course, I will learn it. I will do lease options on all of your leads for you, and we'll partner on the profits. How does that sound? I just need you to get me the information. Okay. It's that easy, guys. Like, Oh, okay. So if I get the course, you're going to do the work, all of the work, and we can partner on deals. And this is, yeah, this is going to be an extra strategy for you. And it's going to help me. And like I said, I just need this information to learn it. We'll partner on the deals. You say, hey, this one's motivated, but there's no equity. You hand it to me. I'll do everything else. No problem. But I do need to learn it. So the only thing I need from you is to get me this course so I can learn it. There we go. You're in. Bam. You know, because... Man, I'm, I'm telling you right now, especially these lease option deals are some of the easiest deals to negotiate because sellers are getting motivated. They're desperate to sell and they can't and they can't lower their price anymore. You can offer them a lease option on whatever price they want. I'd also say this, and I've been talking about this a lot, it's better right now in this market to make a quick nickel than a slow dime. And you need yeah. to be in and out of your deals really, really quickly. And so there's a lot of wholesalers out there that have a lot of dead leads that don't have any equity, right? You can come in and help them with their old leads, offer lease options to yeah. those sellers, right? get them under contract, flip them to a tenant buyer who's going to put five, 10 grand down. You might have to split the money with the wholesaler first, but that's fine. Do that for five, 10 deals, right? They'll start giving you all of their old leads. They'll start giving you um, their leads that don't have any equity and you can start offering lease options. There is, and and I'm seeing the comments and questions here too, guys. You're worried about, well, isn't it going to be hard to find tenant buyers? You got to get the right attitude in your mindset, okay? It's always going to be hard to find, to make money. I mean, it's not easy. It's always hard, right? It's funny because I've had students in the same market at the same time call me. One of them says, hey, I'm getting tons of sellers. There's no buyers out here. It's not working. The same day or the day later, somebody else calls me in the same market and says, I've got tons of buyers, but no sellers. This isn't working. So what is it? It's just sometimes your mental attitude, okay? Uh, I remember when I first got started doing this, I was wondering, can I really find a tenant buyer? Because it's right. It was the day before Christmas. It was during the holidays. And and this was during the early parts of the recession. And I just, by on a whim, I tested and I put my house that I was living in on Craigslist as available rent to own lease purchase. I got flooded with calls and this was Christmas Eve. I had to take the ad off. I was getting so many calls and emails. So just, you got to get that out of your head. Like this isn't a good time. It's going to be too hard to find buyers. It's going to be too hard to find sellers. 
I hear it all the time. I get it from people, but the people that are doing deals right now, they're like, screw it, man. I'm going to do it. I'm going to find a way to do it. I'll find somebody that will buy this house. I'll find somebody that will sell that house. You know what I'm saying? Were you going to? Uh, absolutely. You can't take your personal opinion and just say everyone else thinks like you, like you, right? It doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. You have to, you, you've got to go and talk to the, like the buyers. Yeah. You, you could sit here and say, no one's going to buy. We're all done. What are we going to do? Yeah. Well, no, let's go and find the ones that are buying because I'm telling you now they would be, if, if they had a way, if these buyers could say, how can I, they're probably thinking, how can I let everyone know that I'm still buying me, bring me your deals. I'll buy everything you've got. And you've got to get to that person, right? By taking that action. And as you just said to the tenant buyers, yeah, I'm sure if they've just been laid off from Virgin Airlines for three months without any pay, they're probably not thinking about doing a, a lease option right now. Yep. But if they're working from home and nothing changes, uh, absolutely. When can I get in to see it? And there's so, a lot of tenant buyers looking for opportunities as well. Oh, now's, like, the, now's the time. Now's yeah. the time to find a good deal. Yeah. It's so much how you look at it from a mindset standpoint. 80% is what's between your ears, right? Exactly. So you've got to fill it out, get on your mission and make it happen. If it's money, go and find it, right? I'm not saying go to the bank. Get creative. Go and get JV with someone, right? Yep. You need buyers. Go and JV with someone. <laughs> Fear is your number one enemy right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about a few more things. Um, if you're looking for sellers, what would what would you do? I remember I said I'd call 50 people a day. Well, first thing I would do is I would go look at, I'd pick maybe five or six different cities on Zillow. And I'd go in and I would start calling every landlord, rental, landlord, property manager, and for sale by owner. And I would just start calling all of them and asking them. I wouldn't text them anything. I'd call them. Pick up this phone. It's not a cactus. Yep. This thing actually works. You know, the, this pandemic hasn't shut down our phones. You can't get a virus with it. And I would call every single one of them. If they didn't answer it, I would send them a text. And I would call them again. Hey, I saw your property there in Zillow. Looks like a nice house. You wouldn't be interested in maybe leasing it for a year and then selling it. Would you? Okay. Or ask me, hey, you wouldn't be interested in maybe selling the house, would you? But if you're doing lease options, I'd go the lease option route. If you're doing cash, by the way, I would make my offers super simple. I'd give them a cash offer. If they say no, I'd give them a lease option offer. Like keep it super simple with your offers. But I would be calling 50 of them a day. Landlords for sale by owners. Now, landlords, a lot of them are listed by property managers. Doesn't matter. I'd still call them anyway. Would your client be have any interest in selling this property? Do you have any other clients on any of the other properties that you are listed here that might be interested in selling right now? Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's a huge opportunity coming right now with Airbnbs. How many how many people that own a bunch of Airbnbs are getting crushed right now? Do you think if you called one of those Airbnbs and say, hey, would you be interested in selling? Maybe they would be interested. And you're not locking, again, keep this in mind, you're not locking up the property. You're not guaranteeing that you're going to make payments on that house. All right. You're just getting them an option contract that they can cancel if they sell it or lease it before you do. And they, if they change their mind, they can cancel that contract. Not a big deal. So you're not on the hook to make any payments or buy that property. Then yep. you can, t these people that have these Airbnbs, tons of opportunity there. They are freaking out right now. Endless. Their income has dropped to zero. It's not gone down a little bit. It's gone down a, a, to zero. There's a lot of opportunity out there with Airbnbs. But I would go, I would also, um, I'd call other wholesalers like we talked about before, ask them about their old leads. I would, I would also start handwriting some letters, maybe 30 yellow letters. And I would send them to older listings on the MLS especially if you're doing lease options, okay? Older listings on the MLS, properties that have been on the market for five, six months. I would send them to expired listings, tax delinquents, and pre-foreclosures. Those are the two hot lists. Like 
the 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 old old listings and expired listings that's good for lease options if you're making cash offers i like tax delinquents and pre foreclosures cuz there's some distress there okay and just 20 30 yellow letters a day and you're you're going to get i mean we're seeing it right now you're going to see 3 to 5% response rate if not more on those letters which means if you're sending 30 a day you're getting a 5% response rate what's that you're going to be getting one or two calls a day is that right something like that yeah yeah that's good yes that's really stinking good. And, and that's just going to keep on rolling in. All right. Let me say also, I was going to just talk about how to find buyers. Okay. Because we're kind of going in different directions, but like if you're doing lease options, you know, I would call all those things I just said. Um, I would start calling other wholesalers about their old leads, start calling everybody, you know, do you have a house you want to sell? Do you have a house you want to buy? If you need to now, you need to start finding buyers. Okay. And one of the things I wanted to talk about here is how do you find the buyers? Number one, I would call all of your old leads. I mean, all of your buyers right now. I'd call them right now and say, are you still buying? Are you still in the market? What are you looking for? What are you not looking for? What are you trying to buy? What would get you excited? So I'd call all of your own existing buyers first, okay? The next thing I'd do is I'd start calling landlords. Go into your city in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Look up all of the landlords and property managers that are there listing properties right now and call them and ask them, are you looking for more rentals? If so, what kind of rental are you looking for? Call them. The next thing I would do is I would go and look up all of the realtors that have sold recent properties. And you can look at the MLS. You got to get access to the MLS somehow. You might be able to get this in Redfin, but look for the properties that obviously needed some work that only an investor would buy, okay? And start calling the realtors, the realtors for the sellers and the realtors for the buyers and ask them, hey, is your client looking for more deals? Do you know anybody right now looking for more properties like this, okay? Call realtors. There's a way in PropStream. If you go to propstreamjoe.com, there's a way in PropStream where you can look up all of the recent um, in properties that have been purchased by an investor in the last year that are also showing up as active on the MLS right now. What does that mean? It means an investor bought that property. It's currently been rehabbed and it's actively listed on the market. Call those realtors up. Look for the ones that look for the rehabbed properties that just sold recently as well. Sometimes you won't know until you're looking through the pictures, you know, and you look at the history because those are rehabbers and landlords and investors that you can call and uh, say, hey, are you looking for more deals? One of the final things I'll say is, is you can skip trace these buyers when you find out who these buyers are. Well, let me tr- retrace again. What I'd recommend also is going to PropStream or going to ListSource. If you have REI Simple, my CRM, you can pull up recent cash buyers. Find out who these buyers are and skip trace them, okay? You can just click a few buttons, use their services that will help you do this, but you can skip trace them, get their phone numbers, get their emails. You can call them, you can text them, you can um, email them. You can send them letters, do whatever you can to go out there and reach them. You can skip trace LLCs. Just go to fiverr.com. You can find VAs that can skip trace for you. You can call them. I would do one off, one at a time calls. If I were you, I would do send text one at a time. But you don't want to blast them with ringless voicemail or mass text broadcasts or anything like that. I'm talking about just one at a time call them. There's really cool ways in REA Simple, by the way. If you've got a huge list that you can just click, click, click and start texting or click and call, click and call really quickly like that. All right. So once you have a list of recent investors or investors that own property in the area that you're going after, you can also send them letters. And this letter has worked really, really well for me. If I have a property in the area and I'm looking for more buyers, I'll handwrite in like in a desperate, motivated buyer letter that says, urgent, I need to sell my property at 123 Main Street. I've had it listed for some time now. I can't wait any longer. I need to get this thing sold today. Underline, take a drive by, call me. I need to sell this thing now. I'm desperate, whatever, okay? Sign it, phone number, 
And that phone number should go to your cell phone. You should be answering all these calls. Crumple the letter up, send it in an invitation envelope to all of the investors that own properties in your target market, okay? That will get the phone to ring. Now, I, you should have a house really that you are selling, but how do you find that house? Well, just find some other wholesalers, right? Give, find a way, don't, make, don't, don't give yourself any excuses. Find a house that you can start marketing like that. But you get these buyers on the phone, talk to them. What are you looking for? How can I help you um, do more deals? And if you need money now, tell them, listen, I will go find a deal for you. Do what Gavin said before, you know, get some money up front from them. Cool. Awesome. I'm looking at my list here. I think we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. We covered a lot of stuff. And it's, I, I just want to challenge you guys with some practical things that you can actually start doing today to start making some money. You want to add anything to that, Gavin? I just think you, uh, like you just said, I, th I think it's time now where you have everyone, us included, right? In our businesses, everyone has just got to go for it. Uh, and, and really take advantage of, of what's happening in a positive way, right? Again, we're here to help people, and whatever roadblock you have, whatever boundary you have, there's always a way around it. And don't look too far because it's, it's real simple. Again, if it's education on how to do them, you can't afford it, do what I said earlier. If it's, well, I can't find any buyers, network with other wholesalers, call realtors. Who is, if a buyer needs a property, who are they going to call? The seller needs to sell a property, who are they going to call? Realtors. They're still very connected. So yeah. get to know them, right? It's just, just, just lift the barriers and, and, and just say, nothing is going to stop me from succeeding in real estate, in whatever I'm trying to do, and just remove things and just keep going. Just, just keep going forward. Very good. If you are interested in working with me and Gavin, uh, we do have a link here. Just go check it out. We don't want to make this high pressure or anything like that, but some of you are wanting some coaching. You're wanting some help. Go check out reinetwork.com slash coaching. R-E-I. Will you check that, by the way, Gavin, to make sure that link's working? Yeah, it, it is. Should it, be. it should be. reinetwork.com slash coaching. Just tells you a little bit about what we're doing and um, how we can help you. It's an application process. Basically, what you're going to do is you're going to come out if you want, you don't have to do this, but you can come out to Savannah, Georgia, spend a day with Gavin. We'll set up your systems. We'll set up your cold calling. We'll set up your REI Simple CRM. We'll set up your VAs. We'll set up your buyers lists. If you need lists of buyers, if you need some direct mail help, we'll set up all of your marketing, all of your systems while you're there in Savannah. And if you don't want to travel right now, we'll do it virtually over the phone. I'm excited about it. It's something Gavin and I, we've been working together for four or five years doing this for clients all over the country. And if you want some handholding, if you want some help, now is the time to invest because there's a lot of opportunity. reinetwork.com slash coaching. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. And coming up with the right plan, you know, one of the big things we've been working on is coming up with a game plan that you can execute. And then that goes, even we're talking about cash buyers, write a list, just like we tried to keep an agenda on this call to some degree, you write it down because that is your plan. And that's the same for you tomorrow, tonight, plan tomorrow, what am I going to do? 50 buyers. So when you wake up, there's no, what should I do? How am I going to do it? The plan's there. Now you can execute it and you're going to see so many more results when you have a plan in place. It's super, super important. Yep. Good. We're getting a lot of uh, comments here. Appreciate that. Aaron, I will be wholesaling to make sure I fit that bill. Not sure what that's about, but good for you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you, Gavin. This is good. We're going to be coming back to you again live in a couple days. I think we have it on our calendar. I just want to get, I want to be out there giving you guys more tips and tricks, practical things that can really help you 
uh, get going. Let's get this going. Don't let fear control you. Fear is your enemy. You need to be positive. Things are going to be okay. And uh, start doing everything you can to make some money. Cool? Yeah. Thank you, Bill. Look at this. William Rafter. Bill Rafter. Great presentation. That was awesome. Thank you very much. Working with y'all. I think Aaron's having a conversation with somebody that I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, I, Aaron, we've actually tried to contact. I just looked. Yeah. Message us back. <laughs> okay. Aaron, we, we, we tried to reach you, actually. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Go check out reinetwork.com slash coaching if you want to work with us. And awesome. we appreciate you all. We will see you later. Thank you, Gavin. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye.